Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 186, I'm going to be talking about the 10 common blogging mistakes you want to avoid. You know, when it comes to blogging, there are so many quote-unquote experts out there teaching so many interesting things and so many bloggers doing what they think they need to do to get noticed. Unfortunately, a lot of what I see, quite frankly, the best word I can come up with to describe it is maybe misguided. So I've put together a list of 10 common mistakes uh, because I see them every day and I don't want you to fall into that trap. But don't worry, you won't because you're listening to this episode. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Well, hello, hello from Chili Berrien Springs, Michigan. So, man, I just checked the, the temperature and it is 26 degrees right now in Michigan, in Berrien Springs, Michigan. We actually today had to turn on the heat. Oh, man, days like this make me wonder why in the world I don't live in St. Martin anymore. Um, but hey, we're dealing with it as it comes. I just turned on the heat in my office before starting to record this podcast episode. Um, so I'm feeling a little warmer now and I'm ready to go. So we're going to be talking about these 10 common blogging mistakes that you want to avoid. These are things that I see over and over and over and over and I want to address them so that you don't fall into the same trap that so, so many other bloggers have been falling into. Uh, because it takes a lot to build these blogs, um, especially if you're doing it as a business. Uh, so I want you to be equipped and I want you to not make some of these common mistakes. But before I get into that, I want to make an announcement. And I'm so excited about this announcement and that is, and this is the first time I'm just giving you way advance notice to one of these things because I'm that excited about it. Um, but on March 25 to 27 of 2005, I will be at, at Social Media Marketing World in San Diego, California, and I will be speaking at that event. And I'm excited about it because literally this is, I've been to a number of conferences and I can say hands down, this is by far the best conference I've ever attended that has anything to do with social media, blogging, online business and marketing and all that good stuff. This is hands down the best one I've ever attended. And before I tell you a bit more about it, I'm actually going to play you a, a little bit of a promo um, for Social Media Marketing World. So here we go. 
Want to keep ahead of your competitors? Need to master a social platform? Struggling to measure your ROI? Discover how to improve your social media marketing at Social Media Marketing World 2015. Brought to you by Social Media Examiner. You'll rub shoulders with the biggest names and brands in social media. Soak up countless tips and new strategies. And enjoy extensive networking opportunities in San Diego, California. Pick from more than 100 expert-led sessions across seven tracks focused on tactics strategy measurement corporate small biz content and the future of social network aboard a naval aircraft carrier meet industry leaders jay bear guy kawasaki mari smith chris brogan and michael stelzner don't miss the industry's largest conference. Discount tickets are limited. Visit socialmediaworld15.com to secure your ticket today. I am so excited to be a part of the speaking lineup at this event. As I mentioned, this is the best conference I've ever been to, um, and I'm excited about that. So I'm going to be speaking on the topic of, well, can you guess what I'm going to be talking about? Of course, I'm going to be talking about blogging, right? Um, uh, And we're still narrowing down exactly what aspect of blogging that I'm going to be talking about, but man, this is going to be an awesome event. Now, let me tell you why I love this event so much. It is so well organized. I mean, every it seems as if every detail and then some is taken care of, is carefully taken into consideration and planned for. Um, it, when, one of the biggest things at these conferences for me is networking, getting to connect with other like-minded individuals, other people that are doing big things. And quite frankly, I've never seen networking done like I've seen it at social media marketing world. These guys actually have networking ambassadors whose jobs are specifically to help you to meet the people and network with the people that you want to network with. That to me is just amazing and the way they do it it's just great so if you're if you're into blogging you want to learn to navigate the social media jungle or you're looking for the best place to network with other like-minded individuals professionals in the social media space i want to invite you to attend i have a special affiliate link becomeablogger.com slash smmw that social media marketing world And right now, they're giving away significant discounts. This isn't a cheap conference, but it is the best one that you can attend. So if you're interested in in social media and all that stuff, I want to encourage you to check it out. Becomeablogger.com slash SMMW. You can pause this episode right now and and come back. No, don't pause it. Just go go after. I know you're excited. I know you're excited. I know you're pumped. (laughs) But at the end of this episode, go on and check it out because I know they have really big discounts right now. If you're listening to this, you know, when it goes live and they are better than they're ever going to be. So check it out. Becomeablogger.com slash SMMW. Okay, I took much more time talking about that than I anticipated because I'm excited about it. Uh, And I can't wait to go down there and connect with some of these people again. And yeah, anyhow, let's get into the topic for today because you know what? I started blogging. And even talking, teaching about blogging um, back in August of 2008. So it's been a little over six years now. I'm passionate about it. I 
talk about it on this podcast. I speak at conferences about it. Um, and I've been talking about it for a long time. And in that long time, I've seen many people come and go. And I know that I'm going to continue to see that. And the reason why so many of them go, is I, I'm noticing that I'm seeing a lot of common mistakes. Um, the mistakes aren't new mistakes. It's what I see over and over and over. So I want to address them so that you don't make these mistakes. Are you ready? Let's get into them. We're going to go into 10 of these common mistakes. Mistake number one, <laughs> and this is a big one. This is one that gets me, um, and that is being too worried about the technical details. Being too worried about the technical details. So, you know, one example of that would be your theme. Let's say you're using WordPress for your blog, which is the platform that I recommend, the content management system that I recommend. Um, one of the things that you have to choose is a WordPress theme. And when I, quite frankly, when I started, um, I did something that had my own design. I, I kind of designed a header. I found a theme. I don't remember what theme I used, but I remember finding, creating a header in Photoshop and putting that up there. And quite frankly, it sucked. I mean, I'm not a designer. When I design, um, you know, my ver I have an assistant that does some design stuff for me. But once in a while, I end up having to do some design. And whenever I show something to my wife and I design it, her response is usually, you designed it, didn't you? <laughs> I am not a designer. But you know what? For when I, when I started my blog, it didn't really matter. Um, because what people really cared about was the content. Were they getting value in the content? Now, there are so many great WordPress themes out there um, that it, it's now not even that hard to find something that looks good. You know, when I, when I um, first took over Become a Blogger and then I, I wanted to get a really nice design, I invested $2,800 to get someone to come up with a customized WordPress theme for me. And you know what? Since then, I've gone away from that theme and I just use a regular premium theme. Now, I get a lot of beginners asking me for recommendation of the recommendations for the best themes. Like there's such a thing as the best WordPress theme out there. The fact is, there is no best theme. Just choose one and don't let it bog you down. If this is an, a decision that is taking you days and weeks and months just to find the ideal theme, you are wasting your time. Now, I usually recommend this, the, the, the website Elegant Themes and also Woo Themes because I know them, I know what they're doing over there, and I like them. The, they're high-quality themes, they have good support and all that kind of stuff. Um, so those are usually the ones that I recommend, but quite frankly, you don't need to go with them. You can go with a free theme if you're just getting started. This is not something to waste your time on. A number of people have been asking me what's the theme that I use at Become a Blogger right now, and it's actually called the X theme. And I chose that theme because um, it's simple, it looks nice, but it, it really allows you to customize it in an unlimited number of ways. Now, that can be kind of scary because you can spend a bunch of time customizing it, but I kind of had an idea of what I wanted. So this allowed me to do that. It integrates with a lot of the stuff I use, like BuddyPress and BBPress for the Become a Blogger University and some other stuff. Um, so yeah, it, it's just... 
it's it's just a WordPress theme. It does an unlimited number of con, um, con- customizations and that kind of stuff. But you don't have to spend a ton of time. If you want to check out that theme, actually, you can go to becomeablogger.com slash X theme. Um, yeah. So that that's one example of being too worried about technical details. Another one, the, the word count. You know, I remember hearing when I was first starting that all of your blog posts need to be 500 words. Then I heard 1,000 words. Then I heard 800 words. I heard 300 words. There are so many people claiming that if you want your blog to be optimized and your blog post to be the right length, it has to be X number of words. You know, quite frankly, don't focus as much on that if that's something that's slowing you down. What you want to focus on is creating the content that serves your audience. Get started. The right length, that's something you're going to figure out. There's no magic bullet. Just start creating content and see how your audience responds to it. If you don't have an audience, work on building that audience. Don't work on you know this theme or that theme, 500 words or 700 words. Just just don't be too worried about those technical details. All right, so that's number one. Number two, mistake number two, casting a wide net. What do I mean by this? Now, if you've been fishing, um, well, actually, if you've been fishing recently, it's it's usually a little different than this, and I'm not a fisherman. I'm, I, I went fishing once in my life, and I remember I caught an eel. <laughs> Oh, my word. I, I don't even know what to do. So we were on a cliff in St. Martin, and um, the line went down. And I remember being excited because I caught something and pulling it up, and we're going to get a fish, and it was an eel. Very disappointing. But anyhow, with fishing, if you're in a fishing boat and you're using a net, the wider the net, the larger the area that you're going to be able to cover, and the more fish you are going to be likely to catch. And this is some, the way some people look at this blogging thing. Now, if you look at the most popular blog on the internet, that is the Huffington Post. They get about, it's estimated about 110 million monthly unique visitors. That's a whole lot of people. And it's a news blog, and it covers pretty much everything that's going on in the news. And then you have many lifestyle blogs out there that cover a wide range of topics. I have some friends, for example, that have life, lifestyle blogs, focus on nutrition and homeschooling and all kinds of parenting and a whole bunch of different things. Um, and many of them are successful, but many of them got into the game way earlier. Now, here's the thing. Entrepreneurs are usually people that have many interests. You know, if I were to think, what would I start a blog ab- about right now? There are so many things that come to mind. Um, but here's the thing. Blogging today is well-developed. Um, it's, it's been around for a while. Um, and it, it's kind of like education, right? At one point, a high school diploma was enough to get a really good job. My parents don't have a college degree because when they, when they were younger and they finished high school, they just went directly into the workforce. They, they kind of worked their way up um, and became very successful with what they were doing on our island. Now, the... The fact is, it's much harder to do that today. Uh, I remember there's a point where you have to have a you have if you want to get a good job, you have to have a, a bachelor's degree, and then at some point you have to have a master's degree, and then at some point you have to have a PhD. And you know that's all debatable. I'm not getting into the discussion as to whether this is something of value. I think to a certain extent it is, but the higher up you get. 
the more specialized you become. And that's where um, you get the most value now in education because you are really a specialist in one particular topic. And people respect PhDs much more than someone with just a bachelor's degree because we know that they specialize in one particular topic. And we call on them because they are the experts. Now, blogging has gone through high school already. It's you know, it's gone through the bachelor's degree, the master's degree, and we, we've come to kind of like this PhD mentality where where if you really want to have a, a strong impact, you got to specialize. You got to be focused on a, a niche that has a very targeted person, um, and that's the way to succeed with blogging today. Now, I don't want to say that there are no exceptions to their, this rule because there really are exceptions, but generally speaking, I found that when it comes to starting a blog in today's well-developed ecosystem, you have to specialize. You have to niche down and find a very specific topic because a jack of all trades, quite frankly, is a master of none. When someone comes to your blog because they want to learn about how to change the oil in their car and they see you also have articles on how to change your transmission fluid and how to do all of the things that are that 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 are dealing with car maintenance or a specific type of car maintenance, they are more likely to stick around. But if they come and then you have how to change diapers, they're going to be like, what in the world? There's nothing here for me. I'm gone. All right. So specialize. Don't cast a wide net. Mistake number three. Oh, and this is a big mistake. It's so easy in today's um, in today's um, world to, to 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 fall into this mistake. And that is the mistake of focusing on yourself and not your audience. I want to tell you something that might hurt your feelings. And I'm sorry. Well, I'm not really sorry. (laughs) But that is the fact that people don't come to your blog because they like you. At least not at first. Um, People come to the blog because there's something you're talking about that resonates with them. And you're speaking to that thing in them. You're offering value to them. It is not about you. It is about them. And this is why I am so strong into the concept of defining your ideal target person. Who is that person that you're trying to reach? What are they thinking? What are they feeling? What are their fears? What are their struggles? What are their concerns? Because that is what you want to focus on, not on who you are and how awesome you are, you know, with social media these days, a lot of it is about me, 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 YouTube, you could be a star, you could be this, and it's not about you, it's about them, all right, you got that, just say it over and over to yourself, (laughs) every day, all day, no, okay, maybe that's a little extreme, but you get the point, don't focus on yourself, focus on your audience and providing value to them. Mistake number four. Oh, this is the most annoying mistake. Uh, Mistake number four is focusing too heavily on search engine optimization tactics. SEO tactics. So when Google started as a search engine, they did something that at the time was genius, right? They figured that if more people recommend your site, it's going to be a 
a better quality site, right? Because people are coming to it, they're finding value, they recommend it. That's an indication that, hey, this is something that we should rank highly in the search engines. And they did this by looking at backlinks. If many sites link to you, that means that you're a site that offers value, so you're going to rank higher than a site where um, they hardly have any links or no links at all. So... um, They created this algorithm that looked at um, backlinks, the number of sites that links to you, um, that link to you. And then marketers came in and messed it up. They started doing all kinds of tactics. All right, so all we need to do now is get a bunch of links. Okay, so they started to to, to artificially create links. Some of them created so, uh, different software programs where you can automatically generate a ton of links and rise to the top of the search engines. And then, you know, the, the idea was let's game the system. We know what they're looking for. Let's artificially create these things that they're looking for. Now... Um, so I spoke about backlinking um, tools. Um, there are article spinners where you know you can take an article and have this program automatically generate hundreds of versions of that article and post that article in a bunch of different places and link back to you. And there are all kinds of tactics that people come up with, and we call this black hat SEO to game the system. Now, Google is smart, and of course, they catch on to these things, and they make updates to their algorithm. You hear about the panda updates, the penguin updates, and all these other interesting animals. (laughs) Um, the, the, The fact is this. What does Google care about? Google cares about serving high-quality, relevant sites to people when they search for something. So if you go to the search engine and you search for how to train your dog, they want to serve the best site that shows you how to train your dog. All right? So what is your responsibility then if you want to rank highly in the search engines? To create high-quality, relevant information for your target audience so that when they search, they're going to find. Now, there are some basic things you want to make sure to do, like, you know, make sure your permalinks are set the right way and, and make sure... Um, the structure of your blog is optimized, just generally speaking, so that Google can get the information that they want to get. But beyond those basic things, in my mind, don't spend a bunch of time with all of these little tactics. Provide solid content. Um, make sure your titles are very descriptive and they do the job that they're supposed to do of getting people to actually read the article. And make sure you're providing value. That's what it's all about. Don't focus on all these cheap tactics that people teach to game the system because you will... Google is smart. Google is smart. All right, so that's number four. Number five. Number five is something that I've done. And that is imitating but never originating. Oh, man. So many imitations out there. And what I say is don't imitate someone else. Learn from someone else. Um, You know, in in the extreme example of this, you could be using basically everything that that other individual is doing. Get the same theme, create the same kind of content, and just change a few words, right? Um, And and then there are milder versions of this where you're you're learning from someone. And this this is genuine. This is authentic. You're learning from someone, and you're imitating what they're doing, but that's all you're doing. So when I started, right, 
Um, I remember my first videos for Become a Blogger. Um, I learned about this whole video marketing stuff from Gideon Shalwick, who's a good friend of mine, one of my mentors right now. And and when I started making videos for Become a Blogger, I base and he's from Australia, right? So I basically sounded like Gideon Shalwick with a Caribbean accent. <laughs> That's exactly what I sounded like because I was imitating what he was teaching me. Um, and so so I'm not saying that don't imitate at all, but you're that's not all you want to do you want to learn from these individuals that you respect and then add your own feel to it add your own twist to it so there is room for some imitation but that's not all you want to do you want to start originating you want to be you you want to be you because that's the best person you can be and nobody can do it as well as you. And we'll talk a little more about that a little later. But imitating but never originating, that's not the way to go. Don't just be someone else or like someone else. Be you. Number six, and this is one that I hear a lot of experienced bloggers said, especially um, especially those that have been around for a while. And it's still something that I see um, people doing today, and that is not focusing on your email list. This is probably one of the biggest mistakes that you can do. Now, I remember when I first started with internet marketing, I was teaching people about freebie trading where you can get free stuff from websites and um, those websites where you complete an offer and get other people to complete offers and, and then you get a free iPod or in some cases, which is what I was doing primarily, you get money for doing that. Um, and at a certain point, I was so overwhelmed in my business that I just gave up on it. Um, and then, because you know, I, I I wasn't spending time with my family, I was just doing so much, and I, it, everything was just getting to me. So I just said, you know what, forget this. Um, but when I got back into it, I decided, you know what, I'm gonna do this differently. And what I did actually. When I got back into it after a few months is I sent an email to my email list and my traffic that was previously nothing because I gave up in my business increased from one day to the next back to where it was because I had been building an email list. Now with my with Become a Blogger, I have an email list of almost 13,000 with my biology blog, which is something that I'm not even focused on. I have over 15,000 email subscribers and that is extremely powerful because you can send emails to them and get them to consume your content, get them coming back and engaging with your blog and engaging with your brand, engaging with your business, making purchases and helping you to grow. Make sure you're focusing on building that email list. Number seven, treating your blog as a hobby. <laughs> that is one of the common mistakes I see. Now, you know, first off, there's nothing wrong with doing that if all you want is a hobby. But if you're building a business, you want to treat it like a business. And with a business, you, you decide how much time am I going to spend with this business. With, with a business, you come up with a monetization strategy. Don't just say, you know, I'm just going to create content and that's all I'm going to do. No, how are you going to make money with this? If this, is, if this is really a business, if you're planning maybe someday to leave your job or, or just to have a supplementary income, whatever the case might be, if it's a business, treat it like a business. Think like a business owner. Which leads us to number eight. And number eight is not putting in, not putting in enough hustle. 
Now, there's this vicious rumor that's been circulating on the internet. You know, <laughs> you pay me $16 or $47 or $97, and I will show you exactly how to make $7,321.82 in 30 days from scratch with no work, no work, no expertise, no list, no blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. And there are a lot of make it marketers, successful marketers, that make their living convincing people that this stuff is easy. Well, I want to break something to you. It ain't easy. It is not easy. I've been doing this blogging stuff since 2008. I gave up on this blogging stuff. I started back. I got help. I failed. I succeeded. I failed again and succeeded. And I continued doing this. And actually, I was doing, you know, I was trying to do this business stuff from even before 2008 when I was in college failed miserably a few times and and th- th- this stuff is not easy 6 years later i've left my job i left my job 3 months ago and you know what it's still a struggle i'm still hustling i'm still trying to get stuff done because you know what it takes a lot more a lot of hustle to build a business. Three months after leaving my job, now I'm close. I'm, the next month, I'll be pretty much matching my salary as a professor, and I'm excited about that, but that happened because I had to hustle. I'm building a business. You're building a business, and that takes a lot, a ton of hustle. When I really got into this stuff a few years ago, back, I, I don't know whether I read the book in 2000, whenever the book came out, but Crush It by Gary Vaynerchuk. That was one of the books that really impressed in my mind that, listen, if I'm going to do this, I got to put in some hustle. I got to put in some sweat, some sweat equity, like they call it. This is not going to be a walk in the park, and it has not been a walk in the park, and it will not. I don't care who you are. If you're trying to build a blogging business, it's not going to be a walk in the park. So get that out of your mind and be ready to hustle like you've never hustled before so that you can build a successful blog. So that's number eight. Not putting in enough hustle, being too lazy, expecting things to just kind of fall on you. Um, Traffic is just going to come. You're going to make one guest post and all of a sudden you're going to have thousands of followers or hundreds of thousands of followers. Or like Austin Powers, one million followers. You can't see it, but my my pinky finger is to the corner of my lip right now. You get it, right? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm corny. All right, number nine. Um, this is one that I also see, especially with professionals. Um, and, you know, anyhow, number nine, sounding too professional and not personal. Sounding too professional and not per- personal. Now, I'm referring more so to solopreneurs. You're building a business, a blogging business, and that's building your brand. Is building, it's built around you as a person, right? You're creating content and people are coming because they're learning to trust you. Now, people don't like sterile blogs. You know, they look so clean. Everything is just perfect. And, you know, the, the talk is very professional. And I don't know, I don't get a sense for who I'm dealing with. What I find... Um, especially more recently, is people engage with people. They don't engage with products. They don't engage as much with, 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 with the service as much as they engage with people. And if people get to know you, they get to like you, and they get to trust you, they're going to be more likely to follow you. And the way you can do that is by putting your personality in there. 
sharing some personal stories from personal experiences where you're illustrating the concepts that you're trying to teach them. This helps to make your blog unique, but it also helps your ideal target person to see in you what they're struggling with and identify with you and then become attached to you. And I don't mean attached to you in an unhealthy way. I mean it in a very healthy way. Don't don't sound too professional with a bunch of jargon. Just write as if you... You know what's you know, the best way to look at this, in my opinion? Write as if you're talking to a friend. Because that's ultimately what you're trying to do. You're trying to become that trusted expert friend that can make recommendations to help them solve their problems, accomplish their goals. And by doing that, they're going to know, like, and trust you. And number 10, we are at the end, the last mistake that I hear, I see people make. And that is keeping everything online. You know, up to about two years ago, I was doing this blogging stuff, but it was all from behind my computer. I interacted with people, but it was all from behind my computer. And then in January of 2012, I was invited to speak at Blog World at the time. And that was the first conference that I attended. And that, for me, was game changing. That for me was awesome. It is when I really started to connect with other people and when I saw what was possible, when I really made the types of relationships that have propelled my business to the next level and continues to propel my business to the next level because I was able to rub shoulders, I was able to shake hands, I was able to have a drink with someone and sit down and have lunch and and talk about not necessarily only business but talk about life and connect with people on a different level. And that really helped to propel what I'm doing now to the next level. And if you aren't attending conferences, wait a minute, this kind of sounds, oh, wow. So I started with the social media marketing world and now I can end with that. This was, this was not planned. This is not some genius plan that I had at the beginning. That, hey, I can then promote at the end. No, that's not really what it was about. But it's really true. That connecting with people on a, on, a, on, a, on a face-to-face, hand-to-hand, shoulder-to-shoulder basis, that really helps you to take this thing to the next level. It's so easy to get stuck behind your computer and blogging and lonely because you're not interacting with others, but going out there and actually interacting, wow, that's where the magic really happens. Um, so I want to end with a question. Have you noticed yourself making any of these mistakes? This is episode 186. So if you want to let me know, um, come over to becomeablogger.com slash episode 186 and leave that your answer in the comments. Are you Have you noticed yourself making any of these mistakes? I noticed that I have, and I've mentioned some of those that I've made. But I want to encourage you to come over and share in the comments. So, uh, hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while and you've never left an iTunes review, I would, man, I would be head over heels. Head over heels? Is that the right expression? Anyhow, I'd be excited if you were to hop on over to iTunes 
and leave an honest review. I'm not even going to tell you how many stars to do it. If you think it's five stars, rate it five stars. If you think it's one star, okay, don't do that. <laughs> Anyhow, that really helps to get additional exposure and visibility for the podcast so that I can help others by changing the world one blog at a time. And if you're trying to get started with your blog so that you can create content, inspire others, and change the world, head on over to my free blogging course. You can get it at freebloggingvideos.com. You get to follow me as I show you exactly, step-by-step, screen-by-screen, how I've built my blogs into successful online businesses, how many others have done the same, and most of all, how you can do the same. Freebloggingvideos.com. That's pretty much it for this episode. This is Leslie Simon from becomeablogger.com, changing the world one blog at a time. And until next time, take care and God bless. 888-835-2414.